The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of, you guessed it, the Mr. Nelson Show. This will be episode 185. Well, uh, we had some hearings. Yes. Yes, we <laughs> well, did. Well, one, really. On uh, uh, Judge Kavanaugh. Boo! Be the next uh, Supreme Court justice. No, he won't. And, yeah, he will. Uh, well, they had some fun. Uh, they had some crazy women uh, in costumes and stuff. Oh, and brave, brave, brave. Uh, it's an interesting crazy. thing because they, they keep bitches. pushing this idea oh, that the, the world of the handmaid's tale yes. uh, is just around the corner. It is. If uh, people like Kavanaugh get on, on the court. That's right. But it's odd. Uh, Kavanaugh's stance is, uh, it's a rule of law stance and that a judge is limited what? by what the Constitution says as written. Written by slave uh, owners. Meanwhile, the other side says you can make it up as you go along, which is broad powers uh, the judiciary has used and abused for decades now under that philosophy. So? And uh, in order to achieve a bizarre uh, new world uh, like Handmaid's Tale, you're going to need a government that is enormously powerful. What? But that's and, what Trump's doing. Uh, well, uh, putting judges in there who can make it up as they go along oh, uh, type powers yeah. are just the type of powers that could create a world like that. Yeah. yeah. See? Oh, Don't well, they're you. hoping uh, it'll be like the opposite where uh, uh, men are slaves or something, maybe. I don't know. Oh, my God. Uh, certainly, uh, a lot of the left seems to preach white extinction now, yeah. even no, though they themselves are largely true. white. What? <laughs> It's all oh. very bizarre. Oh, come um, on. And yes, Jeffrey Tubin, Antifa is primarily white. Huh? Now, you might want to do some research. You work for a supposed news organization. Oh, please. But who are we on. kidding? It's, it was never a news organization. <laughs> it was and it is. No. This is CNN. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Really? Yeah, really? really? Oh, that right. Yeah, that's what it is. Let me know it's true. Uh, you know what's true? The truth is that Kavanaugh is a dick. And it should have been Judge Merrick as the real president Obama had appointed. But the Republicans <laughs> used their authority. No, wait a minute. To that, stop that it that from was... happening. And now yeah. here we are with what? Kavanaugh! Well, oh, no. no, we're 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 getting Kavanaugh because Justice Kennedy uh, retired. Uh, uh, you, you're oh. thinking of Neil Gorsuch, who took the seat. All oh, right, that, that uh, bastard. Merrick would have gotten had he been uh, appointed. Thank God he wouldn't. Uh, to the process after uh, Scalia uh, passed away. So this little tidbit there. But, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter because my overall narrative. It's just... No, it ain't. It never was. It never is. It never will be. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Well, uh, it seems this would all be a lot simpler if they just followed the Ginsburg rule. What? what? Yeah. What? They could probably, probably be over in a couple of hours, and then we move on. Well, she's a wonderful person. Oh, hell no. Just, just such a gift to the court, like and I just hope she can hold out until we get rid of this horrible monster oh, in the White House, so she can finally retire, and that a Democrat 
No! You can put in a real justice oh, in her seat when she goes off to her rest. Such deserved rest. Yes, yes. No, 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 no. Well, it is quite a disgrace that she is on the court. What? Well, she's there. How could you possibly reach that conclusion? I mean, that is outrageous. Well, she's openly uh, criticized the Constitution and said she doesn't look to it uh, to decide her cases. She often looks to foreign constitutions and that sort of thing. Uh, By law, she is bound to look only to the Constitution. But again, uh, like I said, uh, the abuse of a judiciary power is decades old and very few people stand up to it. So that's kind of the norm. It shouldn't be. But it is. So there and it is. then, of course, there's that it. little problem of our days with the ACLU. Where what do you need? The age of consent, according to her, should be 12 years old. What? Oh, my uh, God. Oh, God. Well, so, uh, that's okay. We don't need to look at that, do we? Well, no. it's all in the past. No. Put her on the court. So she's there. Besides, uh, Lefty, uh, if she was to uh, to ensure that a, a, a leftist would replace her, she should have retired during the eight years of Obama's administration because he surely would have replaced uh, uh, her with another Marxist like her. Whoops, so, Mr. Uh, boy, no. how responsible is she? How, how you know, pretty selfless? I don't uh, think so. Now, well, now she didn't know. Boy, yeah, Hillary she, was supposed to be gotta, president. Hang on, well, she ain't uh, possibly. For, uh, well, I guess we can say six years now, because no. we're oh, two yeah. years into no. Trump's term. No. So, and he's very likely to be reelected. No. Oh, oh no, yeah. He's not. Uh, no. Yeah. There. But anyway, uh, when she was being confirmed, she set up some standards about how she could be questioned at the confirmation hearing and what type of questions she should receive. So uh, let's take a listen. You are well aware that I come to this proceeding to be judged as a judge, not as an advocate. Red, come on. Because I am and hope to continue to be a judge, it would be wrong for me to say or to preview in this legislative chamber how I would cast my vote on questions the Supreme Court may be called upon to decide. Were I to rehearse here what I would say and how I would reason on such questions, I would act injudiciously. A judge sworn to decide impartially can offer no forecasts, no hints, for that would show not only disregard for the specifics of the particular case, it would display disdain for the entire judicial process. And there you go. So why not uh, question Kavanaugh under those conditions? Because these are not normal times. I mean, we're living under the terrible, tyrannical threat of that haystack-headed orange monster getting in the White House! And you just gotta be all more careful! And we need to know out every possible issue that could come before the court with this creature Kavanaugh would roll. I mean, this is a man who wouldn't shake the head. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, hell no. Florida high school shooting. No, no, that's not how it went. No, no, no. That ain't what happened. No, 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 no. That 
that is 100% bullshit. That is not what happened at oh. all. He did not respect, disrespect that man. We're talking He's about dead. a matter of a split second of him getting well, up and didn't even see the man and the security oh, holding please. him off after everybody's screaming in his face. You get the hell out of here with that. Don't you politicize people's grief. I'm getting so sick of this after two goddamn funerals over the week. Everybody politicizing everything. Oh. Nobody has decency or respect, and yet they're demanding it. Go fuck yourselves. Well, I wouldn't have oh put it like God. that, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah, uh, too much. People uh, manipulating and taking advantage of things like that. And uh, that happened with uh, Senator John McCain's funeral, and it happened with uh, Aretha Franklin's funeral. Uh, where you had no less than uh, Louis Farrakhan, that, that Jew-hating monster. <laughs> well, come on. Basically, uh, the the black equivalent of David Duke. Uh, oh, no. Just hugging everybody, having a good old time. And well, then you had uh, uh, speeches at uh, John McCain's funeral. Well, now, uh, it, when it comes to the family members taking shots well. at Trump and that sort of thing, uh, well, uh, Trump uh, said the most Horrible, awful thing he could. Yes, he it's not did. just about John McCain, but it's also about POWs That's in right. general. Well, uh, it was an incredibly stupid uh, well, uh, uh, statement on his part. Um, uh, pathetic. Uh, and it uh, was just flat out wrong. And in the normal standards, uh, that would have been the end of his uh, political career. But once again, the fact that he survived that um, just goes to show that uh, the hatred for the political class <laughs> is real. And it is massive. The idea that a guy like Trump could beat all that and, and make it to the presidency tells you like uh, what? that uh, it's that bad. Well, <laughs> the hatred for what the political class has done to this country is that bad. And when you had a guy who could reasonably present himself as an outsider, oh, please. Uh, you know, he made it. So... Uh, there you go, and of course, oh, John McCain gave as good as he got over yeah. the years, oh. uh, but he was a war hero, That's and right. uh, his service in the military was the best he did for this country. His political career, well, what? not so much. What? He foolishly pursued campaign finance reform. No, that was great. It was a First Amendment trashing uh, a set of laws, and basically should have been renamed the uh, Incumbency of Protection Act, <laughs> and um, he fell into... Foolish things about uh, his support for the Iraq war in the sense he was right in the uh, terms that it needed yeah, to be more aggressive bad. once you're in it. What? Uh, and he had all ideas about that were probably correct. But no. then he got too married to it where he allowed himself to get duped by these uh -huh. supposed Syrian rebel groups and all yeah. that, which you could never trust in that in that bit of business. And Yeah, but it's still better than Trump. Why you say that? Because he knew to be proper and behave. He didn't use nasty language and stuff. He wasn't vindictive and what. Oh, man. What? Oh, yeah. One of my favorite quotes of him is, I fucking hate Ted Cruz. Well, that's a oh, good yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's some great language there. Oh, no, just shut up. Meanwhile, Nike oh, God. <laughs> has chosen a, a bold new no. spokesman yes. in Colin Kaepernick. Yes, yes. real hero. No. Uh, just do it. No. Because, uh, yeah, even when it means sacrificing everything or some nonsense, oh, like this, this is a man yep. who broad brushes the entirety of law enforcement uh, as racist and Nazis and whatnot. Well, and, of course, remember, remember, the broad brush is the best tool 
for a bigot, oh, which nah. is what this ignorant moron is. No, he was uh, a, a player who was no longer had the talent to continue right. in the lineup that he was. He was benched for a long time, yeah. and uh, he had been injured earlier, and he was not playing up to stuff as he was. Oh, before. poor baby! And uh, then he did this stunt, and it caught on, and he's going to ride it for the rest of his life. Good for him. So, yeah. Uh, immediately, uh, almost immediately, <laughs> Nike's uh, stock went down, but they're what? banking that there's, there's enough leftists out there. Half the country should be enough that they can ride this as some sort of anti-Trump thing now. Good. Uh, which is not what it was. It didn't have anything to do with Trump originally. But now, so? uh, yeah, let's just uh, blanket accuse everyone of heinous uh, racist crimes and all that and uh, the make some fits. money. For a spoiled, rotten millionaire. Yeah, so, uh, there exactly. you go. Uh, good luck with that. Meanwhile, people are uh, burning their uh, Nike shoes. Yeah, I yeah. done burned mine. Yeah. Burned them all. Uh, this might be yet another example of get woke, go broke. Oh, I'm so sick and tired of that. Look at my shoes, Red. What? Look at that. You see what that little symbol is? What? what? It's a swoosh. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> uh, you make me sick. Oh, boy. Well, uh, let's see. Well, for the rest of the show, I thought I'd play some choice segments of perhaps, but maybe not. Because even though it's not quite October, I'm getting into the scary story and spooky stuff uh, mood. <laughs> even though some of that stuff really isn't all that scary. But uh, I've been doing segments of it for my uh, video channels. and uh, But I can have the audio here. And you don't really need to see them. It's just a couple of pictures on the video. <laughs> so, so uh, plus uh, some Nelson news. So stick around. More of that coming for you here on the Nelson Show. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. like the sound of my voice yes you know you do and you want to hear it in the best way possible so why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from tweaked audio key features include eight colors and styles mic'd and non-mic'd versions designed to sound great for music and talk noise reducing design with a lifetime warranty so head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code mr nelson at checkout for 33 percent off and free worldwide shipping that's mr nelson M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Oh, boy. What's the matter, Sally? I guess the beer just doesn't give me the buzz it used to. You need a butt chug. A butt chug? I'm not pouring beer in my ass. (laughs) Not beer. Cough syrup. Here, let me flip you over. What? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my. Oh. Let's move these panties aside. <laughs> and we'll insert this tube. Oh, ah, ooh. Here comes the cough syrup, Sally. Oh, ah, oh. Wow. The walls are melting. I see flowers taking flight and turning into stars. <laughs> Can't get a buzz? Then you need a butt jug. Warning. Butt jugging may lead to brain damage. Rectal rot. And or farts that smell medicine. Say, gang, why not help out the Mr. Nelson show 
by hopping on over to my Cellfi store at cellfi.com slash Nelson, where you can visit the Nelson Theater. Yes, there's plenty of my poor man mystery science theater of crappy old movies just for you. Full movies, $1.75, short films, 90 cents. It's like watching a movie with me. Such as Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers, Conquer the Universe, Chapter 2. Yes, in Chapter 2, Mean pounce and feels sorry for himself while Flash and his gang go hiking in the mountains. <laughs> what more do you want? Warning. Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. But it also includes inappropriate laugh tracks and cartoon sound effects along with my smart-ass commentary. So what are you waiting for? Head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's Nelson. N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. And you can find Flash Gordon along with all the other goodies for you. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for Perhaps, but maybe not. Experts believe they may finally know what happened to Malaysian Airlines Flight 370. The aircraft appeared to disappear into thin air, but a new theory says that it was entirely do. Some suspected Al-Qaeda terrorists, some suspected aliens, while CNN's Don Lemon suggested it might have been a black hole transporting the plane to another universe. But now, experts investigating the disappearance of Malaysia Airlines Flight 370, which vanished into thin air in 2014 while en route from Kuala Lumpur to Beijing, China, now say they believe the 53-year-old pilot committed suicide, taking the plane on a bizarre journey, which ended with a crash into the Indian Ocean. Captain Sahari Ahmad Shah depressurized the plane within minutes of takeoff, grabbing an oxygen mask for himself while his crew members and passengers passed out and then slowly suffocated. Sahari, they believe, then skirted the plane along the border between Malaysia and Thailand, preventing the plane from fully appearing on either country's flight-tracking radar. After a brief jaunt over the Malaysian state of Penang, where Zahari was from, a long emotional goodbye. Zahari, the experts say, put the plane into a death dive and drove himself and all 239 aboard into the Indian Ocean off the coast of Australia. The expert panel, which included aviation specialists, the former Australian Transport Safety Bureau chief in charge of investigating MH370's crash, and an oceanographer, presented their theory on Australia's version of 60 Minutes. The suicide timeline is far from the first theory as to how MH370 disappeared off radar, if not entirely. But it is one of the few that explains why there was no mayday call from a co-pilot, and why several East Asian countries missed the flight's descent entirely. Only a satellite, consulted later, showed the plane ending its journey in the southern Indian Ocean. Although the plane's disappearance was covered extensively, especially by CNN when it first vanished, Malaysia, China, and Australia, the governments in charge of finding the plane's crash site, gave up the search in 2017. 
One private company from the United States picked up the search, but gave up after spending $70 million and finding nothing. So, was it all a suicide plot on the part of the captain of the plane? Or something else? Perhaps. But maybe not. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. My first day at work was a sex toy filled nightmare. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. It would be hard to find a worse first day of work story than Matthias Amir's. In a new Queen's lawsuit, Amir tells the tale of a cocaine snorting male boss who allegedly surprised him by dressing in women's clothes then whipped out a foot-long pink sex toy and insisted Amir drop his pants. All while gay porn was playing on a TV in his office, Amir endured the bizarre sexual harassment after completing his first day on the job at Fleet Mechanical Systems. In October 2017, according to the lawsuit filed on Wednesday in Manhattan Federal Court, Amir, who was then 19, had just wrapped a hard day's work cleaning a fleet property when he allegedly walked in on boss Thomas Fleet, 74, and a female aide snorting coke. The woman left the office, and Fleet invited Amir to dinner with a female friend with, with whom he said he'd had sex with. Then he told Amir to leave the room for a few minutes while he prepared his payment for the day's work. Amir was summoned back into the office about 15 minutes later only to find his boss wearing a dress with a TV playing porn in which one man had slacks with another man wearing ladies' clothes. Fleet handed Amir $250 in cash and then allegedly instructed him to drop trowel. But the teen refused. I gave you all that money, Fleet allegedly said. Amir replied, I don't swing that way, and offered to give the dough back to his boss, and by dough he means the money. Uh, Fleet took back $150, leaving Amir with 100 and told him, Don't knock until you try it, in an apparent reference to slags with a cross-dressing man. If that wasn't enough, Fleet then allegedly pulled a foot-long dildo out from his rear end. Amir says he immediately ran from the office. <laughs> he has since moved to Maryland. Wow, man, he <laughs> he ran a long way away. Uh, this was the last day plaintiff ever saw defendant Fleet, according to the suit. Amir is suing Fleet for discrimination and retaliation. He is seeking damages, lost wages, attorney's fees, and a trial by jury. In a power relationship, in a private setting, an employer can feel empowered to financially leverage their employees. Wealthier, older white men, they feel no one is going to believe accusers, said Amir's lawyer, Ishan Dave. When they meet resistance, they leverage the financial power. I gave you this money. Now be game. Fleet did not return requests for comment on the lawsuit, left with an employee at his Mathis office on Thursday. So in summary, Fleet's plan to seduce this young man was to offer him $250 cash, uh, wear women's underwear, and finally 
pull a foot long dildo out of his butt. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. And now it's time for perhaps, but maybe not, the Haunted Bridge in Danville, Indiana. Back in the early 1800s, Danville, Indiana had officially become a town. The first, in fact, in Hendricks County. Young couples were drawn to this up-and-coming suburban town. In fact, there is a certain couple that lurked the streets of Danville to this day. The husband, who was a construction worker, and his young bride were in their early twenties. She was a housewife and cared for their newborn baby at home. The couple was happy, and the young mother was frequently seen cheerfully doing chores or running errands about town while carrying her young baby on her hip. One day, the man went to work as usual, building an overpass bridge for trains that crossed above a busy road. His wife was able to complete her chores early that day and decided to surprise her husband by bringing a freshly prepared lunch for them to share at the construction site. Once she arrived, she was met with the most horrible news. She could barely breathe, as his co-workers described the accident that had occurred moments before she got to the bridge. While putting the final bolts into the last of the tracks, a locomotive unexpectedly came barreling toward the bridge. As the warning whistle blew, valuable tools were left behind as crewmen hastily abandoned their posts and ran for safety. The man knew the tools might derail the train, causing a major catastrophe, so he rushed back and forth and tried to gather what he could. His heroic effort was curtailed when he stumbled and fell into the path of the steam engine. Recovering too late, the young father could barely look up to see the baffled conductor's face before a thousand pounds of rushing steel crushed him to death. His loving wife was so upset and broken that she wandered over to the bridge, and with her baby in her arms, she jumped. Some say that when you drive under the bridge, you can hear a baby crying. And you may even see a figure of a woman holding something in the shadows. No matter what, you should never walk the tracks on top on May 15th past 12 p.m. If you do, local residents say you will be overcome with an overwhelming feeling of loss and feel compelled to jump. So, does the ghost of this young mother and her young child still haunt the bridge in Danville? Perhaps. But maybe not. Hey, man. You know what's in outer space? I, I, I don't know what. Yes. <laughs> Stupid, 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 stupid. Oh, well, we, what's this? <laughs> well, it's another spaghetti sci fi rift by yours truly. Oh, man, don't leave me hanging. Fill me in on the details. Well, this time it's Mr. Nelson Riff's War of the Robots. Oh, boy. Yes, in War of the Robots, a scientist from Earth is kidnapped by a bunch of robots that all look like the late Rolling Stone Brian Jones. 
Ah, yes. The crew of the starship Trissy. What? <laughs> yes, they call it the starship Trissy. Uh, they pursue the robots to rescue the scientist and his beautiful assistant. They run around a lot, and once in a while they shoot ray guns and then watch TV. Yes, this spaghetti sci-fi romp was made by the same guys who made Cosmos War of the Planets. Oh, wow! Yes, so once again, someone on the set forgot to turn on the lights during filming. Oh, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Also in this package deal, you get Chapter 4 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe. Yes, Flash saves the Earth by taking a powder on a mountain. Meanwhile, Ming the Merciless makes Dale watch as Dr. Zarkov is forced to wear a dress. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. It also contains some music from Kevin MacLeod. Oh, wow! Where can I get this? Oh, you just have to head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. And this little gem can be yours, simply for a buck seventy-five. Oh, wow! Cheap! Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, hey, that's some snazzy-looking shirt you're wearing. Where'd you get that? Oh, I got it at the Miss Nelson's door. Mr. Nelson's door? Where that is? Uh, you, you go to zazzle.com slash the underscore mr underscore n-a-i-l-s-i-n underscore store. And it's just that simple. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds pretty cool. What else can you get there? Oh, hats and mugs and it's got all kinds of Nelson art on it from the Nelson show and old Bob Levy show and, uh, and even he got shirts like uh, this stupid alien telling nobody built the pyramids. <laughs> oh, what's this one? Oh, that's episode eight. That refers to that nasty Star Wars movie everybody hates. Oh, man, I hate it too. And I want everyone to know it. All you gotta do is get that shirt and you can let them know. Oh, man. Oh, look at all this. Who's that? It's Night Night. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're Night Night and uh, Rob Saul, whoever that is. Right. All that kind of stuff and more from Mr. Nelson. You can find it at the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com. <laughs> Oh, man, I don't want to be the only one who doesn't have it. No, you don't. Better get over there right now. Yeah. That's right, friends. Head over to Zezzle.com slash the underscore M-R underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. Yes, it's just that simple. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Lacy bras for men are now a thing. And you can also buy matching panties. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. There's so much choice when it comes to women's underwear. But for men, there's mostly just boxers or briefs. However, that's all about to change. As one lingerie company have created a unique line of bras and panties for men. Lingerie company Hum Mister is selling lacy bras and matching panties for the male who wants to wear something a little more sexy under his clothes. If that's not enough, men can also get their own silk 90s baby dolls and bodysuits. 
The company's bras don't come with actual cup sizes, but some padded options are available, and sizes range from small to an extra large. According to the website, it's not just the men getting a kick out of the soft, luxurious underwear. The women love it, too. A review posted for the turquoise Annabelle bra said, So sexy. My girlfriend loves me in this and the matching panties. One man reviewing the Tiffany sleepwear set commented, The material feels so soft and sensuous to the touch and feels so comfortable. You could sleep in it all night if it wasn't so sexy. Hom Mystere was established in 2009, and their aim is to design and make fun, comfortable, unique lingerie for people with packages. Products from the website can be shipped worldwide, including the UK, the US, France, Germany, Hong Kong, and New Zealand. People on social media have mixed opinions on the idea of their male partner wearing sexy underwear. One woman said, Oh, I think my guy and I will pass on this trend. While another joked, Now we can go bra shopping together. Yay! Well, there you have it. Another biblical sign of the end times. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. And now it's time for... Perhaps... But maybe not. Mysterious black sarcophagus found in Egypt. Archaeologists in Egypt found a massive black granite sarcophagus in Alexandria, which had been untouched for 2,000 years. Could it contain the remains of ancient Greek leader Alexander the Great? Or hold a deadly curse? Well, now we know it's probably neither one so far, because the sarcophagus has been opened, and inside it was revealed to contain three skeletons and red-brown sewage water, which gave off an unbearable stench. Egypt's Ministry of Antiquities had appointed a committee of archaeologists to open the relic. According to Egyptian news outlet El Watan, they initially lifted the lid off the tomb by just two inches before the pungent odor forced them from the inspection scene entirely. They later pried it open with help from the Egyptian military. We found the bones of three people in what looks like a family burial. Unfortunately, the mummies inside were not in the best condition, and only the bones remain said Mustafa Waziri, Secretary General of the Supreme Council of Antiquities. Addressing media fears that disturbing the tomb could trigger an implacable pharaoh's curse, Mr. Waziri declared, We've opened it, and thank God the world has not fallen into darkness. I was the first to put my whole head inside the sarcophagus, and here I stand before you. I am fine. Despite that, the sight has now been cleared of people amid fears the sarcophagus could release lethal toxic fumes. Experts have said the three individuals in the tomb may have been soldiers in the time of the pharaohs. The skull of one is said to show cracks which point to an arrow injury. An alabaster bus, its features weathered beyond recognition, was also found. 
with the sarcophagus. The sarcophagus itself is the largest of its kind ever found intact. It weighs in at 59,500 pounds and is believed to date from the early Ptolemaic period, which began in 323 BC, after the death of Alexander the Great. Archaeologists will now study the tomb in depth to pinpoint when its occupants lived and how they died. So... Is it possible that one of those skeletons could still be Alexander the Great? And was the curse a massive fart from antiquity? Perhaps. But maybe not. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Security guard abused corpse at Memphis Hospital. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A security guard at a Tennessee hospital was found having sex with a female corpse in a body storage room, according to cops who arrested the man for the heinous act. Cameron Wright, 23, was arraigned on a felony abuse of corpse charge in connection with the shocking incident Wednesday at St. Francis Hospital in Memphis. Wright is locked up in the Shelby County Jail in lieu of $3,000 bond, according to the police and court records. Wright provided investigators with a typed statement confessing to having vaginal intercourse with the deceased female in the body storage room. Two witnesses, a security guard and a representative with a transplant organization, told police that they discovered Wright having sex with the corpse of a 37-year-old woman who had died earlier that day of a heart attack. Following the death of the woman, a kindergarten teacher, hospital workers placed her corpse in a body storage room since she had agreed to be an organ donor. Police allege that Wright entered that room and abused the decedent's corpse. Wright was immediately fired, and the hospital issued a statement declaring that treating those we serve with dignity and respect is our top priority. The behavior of this individual does not represent what our hospital stands for, and these actions are completely unacceptable. Well, yeah. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Say, friends, check out Nelson Theater at selfie.com slash Nelson. Yes, there you'll find my poor man mystery science theater treatment of public domain movies that really deserve the treatment. Yes, you can head over there and check out the links to my trailers to such films on my YouTube channel. Yeah, you can preview them and then head over back to selfie.com slash Nelson and purchase yourself some Mr. Nelson treatments of movies. I'll be right there to guide you through it. And now, it's time for... Perhaps, but maybe not. Wolf-like creatures shot in Montana. Yes, a mysterious wolf-like creature was shot in Montana that has people talking about the Dogman Conspiracy and the continued existence of a prehistoric species of wolves. We have no idea what this was. Until we get a DNA report back, said Bruce Oakley, information manager from Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, of the wolf-like animals shot near a ranch in Montana. It was near a rancher's place. It was shot. 
and our game wardens went to investigate. The whole animal was sent to our lab in Bozeman. That's the last I ever heard of it. The Great Falls Tribune reports that the creature, which, at this point, no one is 100% sure how to identify, was shot and killed on May 16th on a ranch outside of Denton. With long grayish fur, a large head, and an extended snout, the animal shared many of the same characteristics as a wolf, but its ears were too large, its legs and body too short, its fur uncharacteristic of that common to a wolf. The Tribune reports, Social media in Lewistown exploded with theories over the creature last week, with some saying it was a starved grizzly cub, others suggesting it was a descendant of prehistoric dire wolves, and others going right over the conspiracy cliff with the Dogman theory. That could very well be what's being called Dogman, one person speculated. They're spotted every day, and the government quells any and all reports. Several people report being strong-armed into keeping quiet about the reports by men wearing black suits. These are just facts. Look into it if you don't believe it. Conspiracy theories aside, the Tribune reports a wolf management specialist who said there are indeed several aspects of the animal that are highly unusual, and which, he speculated, may be a result of the creature being a wolf-dog hybrid, which he says his department has encountered a few times. Several things grabbed my attention when I saw the pictures, said Ty Smucker. The ears are too big, the legs look a little short, the feet look a little small, and the coat looks weird. There's just something off about it. Hmm. So, could this be a dire wolf, a dog man, or werewolf, who met his untimely end in Montana? Perhaps, but maybe not. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Comic book creator Mike McCone wishes dick cancer on comics fans. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. Comic book creator Mike McCone, known for his run on Marvel's Exiles and Fantastic Four, as well as DC Comics' Teen Titans, decided to attack comic book fans, specifically those identifying with Comicsgate. McCone, who is currently doing covers for Dynamite Comics' DJ Thoris and Miss Fury, took to Twitter to say, Comics are for everyone. Everyone except Comicsgate. They can die from dick cancer. Well, it was not well received. Uh, many people uh, declared they would no longer be purchasing any products involved with Mr. McCone, and others said he shouldn't have made light of cancer. Meanwhile, superstar comic book artist Ethan Van Skyver of Green Lantern and the Flash fame responded to this by offering $10,000 out of a stretch go of 50000 on his Cyberfrog campaign currently up at Indiegogo. Now isn't that a lot better than sitting around and burning bridges to the very audience that uh, supported your career all these years? It's possible that Mr. McCone is merely ignorant of what Comicsgate is and has foolishly relied on the second and third hand views of fellow leftists telling him it's a bunch of alt-right Nazis and misogynists which would come as a shock to the non-white and female members of the Comicsgate movement, but nevertheless, it's possible that could be the deal. Of course, in order to rectify something like that, he would have to admit 
he made a mistake, and I'm guessing that's unlikely. But look on the bright side. At least Mr. McCone didn't pull a Robbie Rodriguez and, and show the world his butthole. Now, to be fair, uh, at press time, I cannot confirm that it was actually Mr. Rodriguez's butthole, as eyewitnesses report they could not tell if the butt hairs were pink. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. And there you have it. If you follow my YouTube channel uh, and my uh, video channel on BitChute, that's B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E, Mr. Nelson, you'll find it there. Uh, you can see my Nelson News cartoons and videos of perhaps, but maybe not, posted there fairly regularly. And uh, I'll include the audio versions here from time to time. Uh, but there you go, a good little sample of it. Unfortunately, that comic book uh, uh, news clip there uh, is still ongoing. <laughs> um, and probably one of the best sites to follow that covers this accurately would be a site called Bounding Into Comics. Check them out. Uh, they don't just cover that. They cover the other stories and movies and stuff, TV shows related to comics as well. But also, uh seems to be the most honest of uh, covering this. The rest are all in the tank and uh, just ignore oceans of detail and lie, blatantly lie about uh, the people involved in this. Uh, there's a really good one there where Ethan Van Skyver responds to Bill Seinkiewicz, uh and his just complete ignorance of the whole thing. But that doesn't stop him. Just whip out that old broad brush. As I said, <laughs> the broad brush is the tool of the bigot. Um, uh, with no, and of course he gives the perfectly good list in this recent article, uh, which goes through all the just terrible things uh, the people on the other side have done and continue to do uh, with threats and whatnot. Uh, and pushing people out of their jobs and pressuring people not to have business relationships with people and on and on and on. It's all on their side and uh, harassment and whatnot that they accuse everyone else of. It's uh, a clear case of projection. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the latest bit is Vox Day <laughs> has decided to claim the name Comicsgate for himself and create. Uh, he already has a, a comic book uh, imprint of his own. And now he's going to do one called Comicsgate uh, and all that. But the problem with Vox Day is he really does have some serious issues with anti-Semitism. And uh, he apparently did a similar thing with Gamergate at the time of its heyday. And so he's kind of a bit of a carpetbagger. Just comes on in and just assumes it all. And what can you do? Uh, anybody can come in and do that. And it's, you know, it's, it's like David Duke showing up and, I'm for Trump, <laughs> you know, and and then oh, you see, Vox Day is a part of this group. That tells you what that is. It's true. They're all Nazis and they're oh god, they're all white supremacists, despite all the uh, black and female members of it and everything, um, and uh, which are largely the most attacked by uh, these SJW people. Uh, but never mind, they can violate their own rules. You gotta understand, SJW philosophy runs like this. It's a do as I say, not as I do philosophy. <laughs> so, they can do whatever, but you better not. 
And uh, that's how that works. And it's sad to see a lot of these comic book artists who either don't know anything about it or joining in and uh, blatantly lying about it. And uh, these are people that I respected for years. And now I don't know that I can put my money down if their name is on the cover. So I'm getting a lot of messages. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm going to wrap it up. My phone won't shut up. Uh, so there's that. Uh, perhaps I'll do more on that in future. And uh, uh, we'll see you again uh, Saturday. Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Look at that. You see what that little symbol is? What? what? It's a swoosh. Oh, God damn. <laughs> uh, you make me sick. <laughs>